0: what's up homies and welcome to no one's homies this is episode 27 uh we have my sister in the studio today so uh that that's gonna be something new you know never had a relative on the show before in the virtual studio today um hope you all are staying safe so this is clow this is mark Still and fighting adds, corona. Still here. fighting in, in his spaceship, fighting the corona. Uh, adds, so that's what so that is. Now. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi everyone, know. I'm Mariana, I'm Klaus' ate, and I've been dying to get on his podcast.
0: <laughs> Man, you guys should hear those Sunday uh, conversations we have where she's like, Oh, because you're embarrassed to have me on your no, podcast. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 they go this way. Klaus, I was invited to another podcast, guess what, <laughs> <laughs> was it wasn't yours.
0: <laughs> I never thought she would take it so personally, but I guess she should because she's the one that actually got me into podcasts when I was in college. Oh, okay. um, I, I wasn't I wasn't really Fair so enough. interested in them, and then she recommended Serial by I think that's NPR. Is it who did Serial? Sure. Whatever, This American Life, something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. and then uh, I was hooked after that. So thanks for that, and you are entitled to your upsetness. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister is a professional lawyer she practices labor law uh, she's also a former basketball player, she's a UAP champion and uh, she is a managing and like coaching member of Girls Got Game Same. that's an that's a organization where they teach uh, girls in marginalized communities how to play different kinds of sports that's really cool, we can talk more about that later
2: but uh, we're here- we always oh, yeah. get People more qualified than us. Than us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the key to having a successful show. Get people who are more <laughs> skilled than yourself. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so we, we, we brought my sister on the show today to, or tonight, sorry, to uh, talk a little bit about the, the tense political climate, how we should try and frame this stuff that is happening around the country and around the world, and also just uh, how to, you know, try and stay sane during all of this. But before that, before we, are actually not gonna have our regular uh, programming today. We're not gonna go through our uh, what we're consuming and sports schmenter because um, I feel like it would be a little inappropriate. Even if my sister would probably kill the sports schmenter segment because uh, she is a basketball geek, like to the max. <laughs> um, uh, but before that, I just want to do some housekeeping, uh, which is still part of our regular programming just because if I don't say this this week, it's going to become outdated very soon. So I hope that everybody that joined us for the IG Live takeover on Tayo's account enjoyed. Some of you reached out, said that you really enjoyed, had fun. We had a lot of fun doing the breakdown. And uh, thanks for joining us. Mark, uh, what do you want to say to these people?
2: Huh? <laughs> uh, I mean, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I'm it's just fine. thinking. I was like, uh, um, what do you call this? I was like, people really wanted to hear that because <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like uh, drum sounds got, and uh, got cut.
0: It got cut at the end. <laughs> we ran <laughs> out of time. We ran out of time. Sorry about that. I didn't know but, uh, IG IG Lives had time limits. Me too. Me too. But yeah, yeah thanks anyway for joining us and uh, for voting on what song you wanted to break down. That was kind of cool. We had some crowd interaction there. Um, also wanted to say congratulations to one of our listeners for starting his own podcast inspired by, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, by uh, Rock, Rocky Banzan uh, started his own podcast, Rocket's Modern Life. That's where he talks to his friends who are also more qualified than us to talk about their own uh, interests. So it's actually pretty cool. He had a few guests over to talk about uh, sports, nature. And Roque is also a health science, uh, sports science um, graduate who's going to be taking vet- going to veterinary school. So the, he he's a pretty interesting guy. I suggest you guys check that out. He played baseball for UP. Baseball, no? yeah, yeah, for UP. And then before that, for I think Ateneo, yeah, in high school. And then
2: I also wanted to shout out our friends who are in oh, charge. Well, wait, of- wait, oh wait, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean. We didn't tell the people. You can find his podcast on Spotify, I think. Yeah. It's, and uses Apple. I know it's he uses same. Anchor. So basically, yeah, the same. wherever same. you find us, you'll probably you'll find, find him
0: in podcast too. Yes, definitely.
2: definitely. And uh, so
0: after that, another group of friends who are doing exciting things, the Southside Sneakers guys. If you haven't already followed their Instagram, we posted a few of their posts. They sell secondhand, mm-hmm. high-end sneakers. Uh, they're doing a giveaway tomorrow. So the date right now is June 26th, Friday. Their giveaway Wait. is going to be... We're not going to make it? <laughs> no, no, no. Their giveaways until July 15.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm giving it a shout-out, bro. I asked. Don't worry. Um, so, uh, that's a collaborative giveaway by Southside Sneakers, One Ton Cache, and Naish. You guys know Naish. That's uh, Jaime Delang, his company. Uh, so, look out for that. Check out their Instagram. Probably post on our Instagram, but I might also forget. Um, uh, about it so check that out you have a chance to win either two different kinds of high-end sneakers or a discount of 3,000 pesos on any other pair that they're selling it's a pretty deadly page to follow deadly so many nice shoes in pretty
2: good condition <laughs> and for decent prices compared to the original selling prices you think uh, I, I mean these are the collectibles so the resale values are higher than the retail yeah,
0: you can but, never but tell depending on the
2: condition you can get a good yeah. deal yeah. I mean, I'm sure they know how to price it fairly True. and stuff like that. They're they're into that scene more than me, I guess. Or um, <laughs> either of us, you. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say. I'm not really I into just looked at it and I was like, yeah. ah, I don't oh, want to. Oh, these spend. look nice. Yeah. yeah I would wear you're... I would wear those once. What? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's just that's not war, me, but war, or indoor ones for one hour <laughs> <laughs> to sell it again.
0: Jordan ones for like two gigs and then that's it. Uh, so it, yeah. Up. Keep, keep your eyes peeled for that. That should be pretty exciting. Um, they have some good pairs out. I'm actually going to join myself because if I can get that free pair of sneakers, you know, why not? <laughs> There's a size 10 out there for me. And uh, yeah, as always, there are going to be links in the show notes for organizations that you can donate to so that we can help our frontliners and hard-hit communities during these COVID times. And Lord knows our countrymen need it. So please check those out and donate if it gives you no hardship. Uh, I guess this would be as good a time as any to before going into our conversation do like some vibe checks. Can we can oh. we get the can we get that sound clip?
2: Uh, you put me on the spot.
0: Uh, well <laughs> Okay, wait, where is it?
2: Vibe check Nice.
0: Okay, we have sound effects at <laughs> uh so vibe check uh at if you don't already know is where we ask our guests and basically ourselves, how are you feeling today or recently? Uh, are you generally in a good place, in a bad place? You know, It doesn't have to be deep, but uh, if it can if you want it to be. So generally, what is your vibe like right now?
1: You Me?
0: First. Yeah, you can go oh, first. Oh, I'm the guest. Yeah.
1: Uh, vibe is pretty good. It's a Friday night, feeling good. End of a long, busy week. Uh, happy that things are slowly getting back to normal.
2: You mean new normal, <laughs> Oh, If
1: someone <laughs> says new normal one more time, I'm going to lose it.
2: <laughs> the trick is to call it new normal, but it not, nothing's really new about it. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, any, anything uh, notable that made you feel like you're in a good place or just because it's the weekend?
1: Yeah, just because it's the weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good enough reason. What about you, Mark? How are you feeling? Pretty good also. It is the weekend for me as well. Um, <laughs> I feel like it just settled in. The What is it? MGCQ or GCQ? I forget I think which one. I it's one's GCQ, GCQ right now. I mean, I was able to go to like Decathlon to look at some sports stuff and buy something for my parents at home. So going out for a little bit kind of, you know, made it feel normal. I've been able to play tennis again for oh, the past few weeks. So... There's some, like, outside interaction time. It's uh-huh, uh-huh. like, prison where they give you your rec yard time. That's how they come keep on, you, you, you know, in check. That's what it's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not right, not that, a bad thing. That's good. That's good. It's always good to stay active. Uh, I personally, I guess, am in, like, a medium vibe. I'm not, like, sad or anything, but I'm also not, like, feeling amazing. I guess I'm a little tired today, but... Uh, other than that, pretty much okay. Uh, n- <laughs> nothing, really, n- nothing really to dig into there. <laughs> just wanted to let everybody know I'm in a lukewarm position right now. Just steady. Yeah, just <laughs> steady. Uh, but that's good. I'm glad that we got to you know, get a feel of where everybody is right now before we got into our conversation now. Our conversation obviously is going to be about like uh, current events, uh, few like political opinions uh, i just wanted to say right off the bat we're going to try and keep it as light <laughs> as possible as possible I, you know you can't promise that it's going to be light because you kind of have to be a bit heavy with these things but uh i just hope you don't think that if i make a joke or something that i'm being insensitive or like uh, tone deaf to the situation i'm just trying to lighten the mood because this is still uh, <laughs> oh, no. a, pro- a program for for consumption and I want people to feel like they're, they're, it's not a chore to consume this thing. Uh, it, but it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just want to say it's also okay
2: to disagree with us Yeah, this Yeah. Point.
0: Yo, no, we're not going to tell you how to feel or what your political opinion should be. We're just actually going to talk about like, actually, we, we just want to talk about how to talk with other people who have different political opinions from yourself. So.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that because I've listened to other podcasts where it does get they talk about current events and stuff, and since you can't respond if you're listening, mm-hmm. sometimes you get like hype on in yeah. your, you know, in your own yeah. space. You're like, what, "What are these guys saying?" Yeah, they're <laughs> telling them they're wrong, and then you get mad. I'm like, uh, and then after I'm like, you know what? You know, it's it's okay. It was just like a, they were just <laughs> trying to, you know, spitball like ideas. Yes, yes. So that's what we're trying to do. If you have, yeah. if you think there's something important we missed, then we have to learn. You can always send yeah. us a message. Exactly, we'd like we'd be happy to correct if we're really wrong or also show alternative yeah or
0: just discuss it you know in future episodes to just kind of create more nuance to the conversation because that's within reason within Within reason reason, within reason i'm not i'm not going to defend any uh neo nazis that are going to like contact the program and be like you didn't represent our perspectives adequately Make fuck yourself. <laughs> so, that being said, I want to go into our conversation with my sister, uh, attorney, Mariana Lopa. But I call her Ate. For people listening outside of the Philippines, Ate means older sister. It's like a, it's a term of respect. So, don't get, a, don't get it twisted. Her name is Mariana, not Ate. But, uh, <laughs> alright. So, let's just get into it. I think I want to start off by uh, rattling off a few questions. So, Just assuming that we're, you know, we know that we have an intelligent listener base, and uh, they have learned how to develop their own political opinions and speak out in their own ways. But assuming the random, no one's homies fan comes and listens to the program and thinks, you know, I'm not really decided, or I I kind of am detached from political uh, events because it stresses me out. I I I want to give them kind of a, a way to. Dip their toes, so to speak. So, <laughs> so let's say, uh, as a as a lawyer, which by nature is a political profession, uh, how would you suggest somebody like begins building a political opinion?
1: Well, <laughs> it's kind of hard to not have an opinion. Like, oh well, this theoretical person would have to live under a rock, kind of. I mean. In today's day and age, right? You go on social media, it's all there, you can't escape it. So, I guess this person would have to be totally offline, um, <laughs> avoiding these conversations happen, on could purpose. Could happen, could happen. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, like stuff like this, right? Normalizing the conversation, talking about it with your friends, it's, it's like a, a great way to start. Um, also, um, listen in school, kids. I mean, <laughs> they talk about this shit in school. Um, yeah, uh, I'm sure you have resource person friends too. Like one thing my friends and I started doing is like once a week we hop on a Zoom call because, you know, everyone has time now. And so we hop on a Zoom call and we do like, a, like a, a, an hour long discussion on like any topic. So my topic is always kind of political. So I do like human rights or I'll do like a law or something. So yeah, I think those are like pretty good ways to start.
0: That's a good idea. Uh, And I know that some groups of friends have the sort of unspoken rule of like no speaking politics or religion or whatever. And I guess (laughs) if you guys have agreed to do that, then maybe you can find a different way to normalize the conversation, find another set of people maybe that you can talk about it with or you know go straight to the resource person like
2: you said i think those uh, are you ways gotta, you gotta head to facebook that's, that's oh great. that's right, yeah. that's, right. <laughs> facebook
0: is, that's right facebook is actually the the heart Number of political source. discourse yes especially oh facebook. facebook groups <laughs> with with titas who stay home all day those oh. are the places you need to check Political, that's it,
1: that's it, that's where you start. (laughs) Viber,
0: Viber, (laughs) very viable option. (laughs) Heart that shit, (laughs) village, village group chats, obviously a healthy place. That too, okay. (laughs) Um, so now that we've built our political opinions or helped our listener to build their political opinions, uh, oh, well, wait, oh, yeah, I have, I do have like, oh, Mark, yeah, yeah, please, please, please.
2: Well, these are more US based, but I I I guess the idea of thinking about policies and politics mm-hmm. there are those shows like um, John Oliver last week tonight oh yeah uh,
0: that's true Hasan
2: Minaj Minhaj yeah.
0: yeah so those yeah. two
2: shows yeah. they do it in a way where it's entertaining it's actually really funny but also you learn a lot about how it's usually stuff you, only, you wouldn't even know because they get a lot of the stories that are more behind the scenes like they're not the things you'll see on the news especially yeah, in the US night. right mm-hmm but and even, nice even when they do get yeah.
0: the the main stories they, they talk about like things that are less talked about talaga, in those certain topics yeah
1: I have one I have one I have one There's a good podcast although because it's hard to plug things without color but there's a Rappler has a podcast mm-hmm. it's called Ay, wait nako, let me just Rapp, pull it up Rappler No Rappler eto the <laughs> <simulan na sila. laughs> <laughs> No 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 Endo naman sila uh, here, it's called News Break Beyond the Stories. So basically they do like 30 minute, 30 minute episodes on like, so they did like coronavirus in Cebu, like why, why are the numbers so high in Cebu? Mm-hmm. Or they also did like Press Freedom. Mm-hmm. And basically it's not, it's not news reporting because they don't like, it's not like a regular like, oh this happened, blah blah blah. Basically it's like a conversation and it's question and answer and the questions are like actually the questions you're thinking of and then the reporter answers it as if she's talking to like a friend mm, Okay. so for me if I don't have time to read the news and I really kind of want to know about something I usually check that pod and they usually have it so if you're local in the Philippines that's a pretty good place to start too
0: but eh. biased that's just again we respect all respect I'm just not gonna continue (laughs) that sentence Um, (laughs) uh, um, just balance it out man yeah just balance it I I, I like your suggestion Mark because uh, those programs make it easy to consume those heavy like subject matter because you know comedy is like we just talked about this before comedy is basically an amusing way to tell people the truth you True. know, like you, you mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's sneak the it art, in there. Yeah, it's the art of telling the truth w- while making people
2: laugh and they almost don't realize they're hearing the truth. <laughs> so then, I, I,
0: I like that suggestion.
2: You could also, I mean, you'd have to do more research, but there are probably stand up comedy acts or bits that would be able to sure. kind sure. of start getting your mind thinking more about current issues and politics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, assuming we have helped our uh, valued listener
0: build his or her opinion, or they turn uh, it off. No, they're
2: like, <laughs> or they're I gone. Don't <laughs> or I don't they... listen to this podcast for this yeah, shit. Yeah. Like,
0: or, <laughs> yeah we're, Not we're, today. We're here for the shallow stuff, guys. Um, but uh, so let's, let's say somebody has a. Polit- okay. Let's say, like most people, you have developed a political opinion and you come across somebody that has a different opinion from yours, be it very different or only a little bit different, what do you think, uh, especially as a lawyer, I want to know this perspective, what do you think is the best way to respectfully or effectively, maybe effectively is the better word, effectively communicate with people who have different views from yourself? Because it's it's not always easy. Because sometimes you might be speaking the same language, but you don't understand each other at all Mm -hmm. because you're not really listening, you know? So, what are, what are some tips that either of you have learned uh, from, from your experience doing that?
1: Well, for me, parang the first question you have to ask is, does the person even want to have a conversation, diba? Parang A lot of times, we assume they want to listen and they're open to hearing what you have to say. But parang sometimes, no matter what you say, no talaga. Eh, so, okay. Lang, diba? There, it, you, you don't have to have those conversations with everyone. You don't have to convince everyone you're right. But... Yeah when you do meet someone who's actually willing to have a conversation, I think it really helps to stick to the facts. I mean, and like, as a lawyer, parang, what are facts as opposed to what are opinions and what are, what's gossip, diba? So, parang, where do you actually get facts? You get facts from, like, actual things with evidence, things you see in court, diba? Parang, hindi, hindi siya facts kasi na. So, parang, gulo na eh. Ano ba talaga yung facts? Parang... Di alam, yeah. but yeah, yon. Parang stick to the facts, That's my first, piece of advice for conversations mm. like that.
0: What about you, Mark? Have um, you ever picked anything up?
2: Well, the way I approach it is even like when I have to go online and I see comment sections and things, how I stay kind of calm or like within reason is I kind of acknowledge the fact that the building blocks of an opinion that you disagree with are not, those, those building blocks are not all things you disagree with. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if I, if the, let's say, the, the overall opinion is something I don't agree with, there are things within that that I'm sure I agree with or I understand. So if you latch onto those things, then you kind of begin to be more open to, you know, ha- seeing where they come from and not saying you're wrong immediately
0: mm-hmm. it's uh, like oh, oh yeah, sorry go ahead, go ahead, go ahead um go
2: ahead. let's just say for if you have a the, the right now it's like what coronavirus let's say like people who don't want to wear masks right i mean it's something i completely disagree with but when i try to understand where are they are coming from like some people it's about freedom that's their question and especially in the states and others it's like they're concern about their health, because some people argue that like, you know it's also bad for your, your breathing in carbon dioxide. Even though I think factually that's wrong, it's <laughs> believing it. No, but like that like, idea of like, caring like, about. I, you know, I mean the idea of caring about your health is something I can understand. So if I can talk to them on that level, that it's more about okay, if we're talking about your your priority is about your health then we can talk there and maybe it'll be more open rather than just mask no mask because that issue is like we already disagree what what else are we here to talk about you know what i mean so something like that that's how i stay you know pretty level still i mean most people are always like oh i i don't i don't buy this but like okay it's not from nowhere
0: yeah. Comes from something. I guess right? I, I, my follow up question for you, Mark, was going to be you, you read that book by Malcolm Gladwell, uh, Talking with Strangers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is that? Talking with Strangers. Talking right? with Strangers. Yeah. So, w- w- from the takeaways from there, did you pick up anything in terms of talking with people who we assume we have a certain idea of because of either their background or their political think I think, I
2: think that's the key word. When we talk to strangers, Online, offline, or even people we don't know fully, like friends, you don't know everything about them. You use assumptions. That, that part you say, we assume things. So yeah. the fact that you assume things means that there's a, a part that is technically unknown, that you're filling in the blanks. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you could be wrong. Meaning, you know, you're something you misunderstood because you're using your own quote-unquote opinion or your own views to fill in the blanks. So that, that in itself is already like, um, a sign that you could be wrong so I, there's no way for me to think I'm always 100% right just because of that fact alone because I, if I knew everything I would say I'm 100% right but the fact <laughs> that I have to assume something I assume that the person I, I read the article is telling the truth all these things means that there should always be a, an open like an open-mindedness to it also yeah
0: yeah. I think it just, it just really gets difficult when you meet somebody who's basically like a brick wall, you know, and they say <laughs> that they want to have a conversation. But then every time, you, every time you try and present your own perspective, and let's say, I mean, I've had these conversations. I, I, I present my perspective. I hear them out. I'm, you know, as respectful as I can be. And then mm-hmm. when I present my own, it's like they have a rebuttal every time. And it's like, <laughs> I thought we were here to share, you know.
1: our different- Or if they don't have a rebuttal, it's us change topic.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, so I guess that's my, that's my concern with those types of things. But other than that, I think your point at, at the beginning was something that a lot of people don't consider, like, do these people who you're talking to really want to have that conversation in the, per, in the first place? Because mm-hmm. if they don't and you assume like right away that, oh, we need to have these discourses, like, yeah, yes, these things are important to discuss. But if the other person is uninterested, then you're not really getting anything productive out of it.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: The the thing that I I guess it's harder for me to see people not wanting to have these conversations because you know you go online and then everybody has like an, <laughs> an opinion is like an asshole everybody has one and and all of them are not clean no just kidding. You're still muted. <laughs> huh? Oh, you're not. No, I, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so okay. From a legal perspective, these things that are coming up today, like how how do we frame them in the Philippine context? So let's I, I'm just gonna rattle off some of them, and maybe I missed some. You can mention, but but the things let's here in the Philippines, our listeners outside who haven't been paying attention to the Philippines, because you might be a foreigner or something. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Um, <laughs> so we have the terror bill. Uh, which is like the very controversial, vague bill that can be used to oppress freedom of speech. And then we recently have the rise again of like the awareness of rape culture in the Philippines, which has become huge over the past week. Uh, It it is a hot button topic for a couple of years now, but in the past week, you know, a lot of uh, victims have been speaking out again. And so again, it's, and, and, Public officials have spoken out poorly again. So so here we are again. And then uh, we have our COVID health practices, like you were mentioning, Mark. Uh, it's a little different from the States. People aren't necessarily arguing mask on, mask off, but mm-hmm. you know, there are people. A few.
2: There are few. There are few. We, we know are you, a few. They're using, <laughs> that, using the, the, the carbon dioxide argument. Yeah,
0: I don't get it. But uh, yeah, so there are people well, who argue about going out and, and Feeling trapped And I'm in a prison
2: And, and <laughs>
0: That's the thing No do people really think Yeah that yeah way? yeah I'm just laughing
2: Because I was like it's so, Whenever I read it I'm just like uh, Honestly it's an interesting thing To think about yeah. also Why why people yeah. think that
0: And way. it's like bro Have you seen
2: prisons In the Philippines <laughs>
0: Like you are not <laughs> in a prison You have a bed So uh, anyway oh, We man. also have
2: Leave it has a recording studio <laughs> 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 and I'm oh, pretty man. sure it's better Than where I'm at yeah. Dude, it, <laughs> i guess if it, i guess if you're area. like a,
0: if you're like a corrupt government official you get a pretty sick suite in billy bid but other than that uh, and then there are not, now this is like a touch on both international and uh, local because the context is it kind of goes both ways there's the the systemic police Brutality, brutality on uh, marginalized sectors so in the states it's the black lives matter movement and here in the philippines which is like it's so weird that it's not as loud as people speaking out about black lives but uh, we have police brutality here e- ejk's yeah. people th- these things happen yep. De delos santos like let's not forget so you know with all of these topics coming up um you know how do we how how do we kind of find a, a, the right place to not speak out and not seem biased, you know? Like, what, what, are, what, what is a way to, to put ourselves in these conversations without, uh, without being worried about being cancelled or anything, you know, whatever?
1: Well, one thing, though, a, lot of these, a lot of these conversations, they don't have to be political. They can be about your values. They can be about what, what you think is right and wrong. They don't necessarily have to be, you think one politician is right or wrong politician who voted one way is right or wrong. Can be you support this bill or you don't support this bill because you believe in freedom of speech. You believe that Maria Ressa's conviction was right or wrong because you believe in due process. Right? Um honestly I think me personally as a lawyer, I have an obligation to get to know these things. I have an obligation to, to dive deep into these things because people people will ask me. People, will, people want to know in layman's terms what the hell's going on. So for me, it's important that I know these things and I'm able to speak about them whenever I'm asked. And I tell my friends this all the time. It's important that you guys know about it too because you have to be positive contributors to this crazy Facebook world. Ba? <laughs> and you can't avoid it. Na eh. You're on it. You're in the tita groups. You're in the village groups. You guys have to educate yourselves. talaga. Mm-hmm. So yon, yeah, parang it, it's not necessarily politics. It's re- it's not it's not just politics. It's really about your values at this point. So like that was a mouthful and damay. Parang all the all the issues you talked about, we can go through them one by one. But mm-hmm. dewa, parang, choosing one side over the other doesn't mean choosing one politician over another.
0: Mm-mm. That's fair. I think that's a good way to put it. What about you, Mark? You're not really like an outspoken person when it comes to politics. So I, I'm curious to
2: see what your perspective on this is. Um, yeah, I, the reason why I don't like to speak about politics in the sense of how it's spoken about now is because it's not like Mariana said, it's not about values all the time. It's about the team you're playing for, winning a point, winning an argument, getting a law passed or not passed. You know, so sometimes, like I said before, like with the, the mask thing, people talk about want to debate the mask itself, right? And not what people, the people behind each side are fighting for. Same with all the other things. Of course, some are more for me, cut and dry. Like, you know, if it's anti rape, I'm not gonna, it's not the same as the mask thing where the values of w- one kind of have to say yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Some, some you don't power. say Mark <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs>
2: I can't say it's justifiable to be pro-rape yeah. <laughs> so, I can't say but it's like you're trying to convince I don't know politics for me is just like once you get into it you tie more to it than it's worth that's to me like you know mm-hmm. it it may be people say it's a privilege to be apolitical like to have not have your life uh-huh. affected by politics but at the same time not like there are parts of your life that aren't affected by politics you know i mean you can go through your daily life without having a political issue i mean laws and stuff apply to you but not have it directly impact you in, in one way mm-hmm. so you kind of have to balance whether is fighting in the political arena the best way to do it or fighting how people really live which is partly political meaning voting the right people at the same time coming up with a community culture that doesn't have to care about like that functions outside of politics there's no law there doesn't have to be a law for people to believe that rape and misogynistic behavior is bad i mean a law can be passed to stop people who don't agree but if we all agreed by forming a culture then what would i mean the law is something that will represent it but it doesn't have you know what i mean it can be fought in other okay, ways okay i see i think yeah. I, th- I think i'm starting yeah. to see where you're coming from
1: so you're more like forming a positive culture customs and stuff like that but then like for me uh, the one reason why this covid-19 pandemic was so parang eye opening or why why people suddenly started commenting again, parang the political discussion was so alive, was because suddenly the government response was so relevant in everyone's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, in, a, in such a unique way, especially in the Philippines, the co- COVID-19 really started as like a disease that was hitting the upper class because it was really a disease of the well-traveled yeah. in the start here. So... I, uh, before COVID-19, I always felt like, ah, it's so easy to be apolitical if you're rich because your life doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. If the president changes, your business goes on and you're okay. You'll eat tomorrow three times a day and so on. But suddenly with COVID-19, shit, if this government fails, we could literally die. Yeah. You know? So, to a certain extent, I get it. It's a privilege to be apolitical, but there are certain aspects of our lives that you can't Na escape, eh. parang hindi na talaga yeah, That's, that's actually, my opinion. That's
0: actually what I was going to say. Like, well, I understand that there are those parts of your life on a daily basis that are not affected politically. The parts of your life that are affected politically still exist in your daily life, I guess. It's yeah, my, yeah. It's, it's the way that I see it. Yeah. But I do also like what you mentioned about the culture being outside of the law, to, so to speak, you know, because. At the end of the day, the law a, can a say as many thing, things yeah. as it wants. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, two-way like thing. It's not, it,
2: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, when I say like you're, you have a life outside politics, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that everything... You can live completely outside it. Like you said, there are laws that have to be p- put in place at certain times. Let's say for COVID is one of those really good examples where it's about governance that will deal with Because it's like a culture... Yeah, yeah. I mean, a culture will take, it takes longer to form and to change and to, I mean, Mm -hmm. like a culture Mm -hmm. of like just washing hands properly. I mean, you're going to convince everyone the the value of washing your hands and these (laughs) things overnight because of a virus. So sometimes you have to put things like you have to wear a mask so we can solve it quicker. But I I mean, Mm -hmm. I just think in that term and in the sense of I always lean towards that, that other side, the apolitical side, because I feel like that's a longer term thing at least laws change, you know. Um, again, the U.S. is an example. Slavery was a law. I mean, like, it was legal in that sense. So it's like, laws can mean, doesn't have to represent what you're, you're working towards also. It, it goes both ways. Uh, it's, it, this conversation is always super hard. No, yeah. but yeah, it's parang yeah. sometimes kasi yeah. it's the
1: law that has to adapt to a change in culture, diba right?
2: Yeah. Parang yeah.
1: The, the, the problem then, because with the Philippines sometimes, is our laws are so delayed. Parang, nauna na yung culture, yung law wala pa. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, uh, what's a good example? Okay, for example, um, our uh, remedial laws, meaning loss of like how court happens in the Philippines. Parang when COVID-19, happened in the states. Automatically, they started doing hearings via Zoom, filing their filing all their papers online. But here in the Philippines, while we do have the culture of you know video chat, people were having meetings online. Parang there was no there were no rules in place for it, so parang everyone was stuck. Parang ang tagal kasi ng ang tagal ng lawmaking or bodies natin to catch up with the culture. Mm-hmm. But so I, I get the value of what you're saying, Mark. Na if the if the culture can self correct. Even if the law is late to follow, then you're still making progress.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe that is because it's uh, specific to the Philippines, where I always see that, like those major changes in laws take a while, and they're not always written out so well. So I'm like, it would be great. And then if, they won't
1: be implemented anyway. Yeah. So if, if the can, culture doesn't change, la then
2: yeah. If the, if your, if your structures can't react to. What is necessary for people to have a like a good life? Then what, what how useful is it really? And is this the best way to do it? That's what I think about. You know, what I mean. So if you debate a law, and at the same time, it's like if it, by the time it gets passed, it's not you know it's not relevant or it's outdated because we have changed as a society. Then how useful is that really?
0: Yeah. If it was fast,
2: if it was fast. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with laws. Yeah. In I guess, general,
0: I guess it also depends on the context of what you're talking about, like like you just said, um, because when you look at something like the, let's say the the terror bill, and, and you know these, this day and age, especially during COVID times, people have become so outspoken, and it it's one of those situations where if this law gets passed, people who are outspoken actually have something to be worried about, you know, that actually yeah. will directly affect them and so I guess in that sense be, having a political opinion about that um, it's more urgent yeah it's yeah. more
2: urgent that's probably the best way to Because because the, the flip side of that and if you're talking about the way that I prefer to do things is to have had a political culture where politicians don't you know succumb control to control everything yeah and to you know yeah but backward, I think right? a lot
1: of people like Mark I think feel like also, like it could be a waste of time, right? You expend so much energy arguing about politics and, and laws and whatnot. And then, no one is listening. Right? It doesn't matter what you say on Facebook or to your friends. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I was wondering though, what are your guys' opinions on the uh, response to political awareness as... Parang the, the make noise response, we see that a lot, eh? We see that a lot on our social media. Parang silence is a statement on its own, or uh, you 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 have to stay loud, you have to stay opinionated, like that. And what is what are the benefits? What are the what are the drawbacks? What what pros and cons do you guys see from those things? Because to me personally, I see the I see the benefit of uh, of of you know making people more politically aware. But then I see the, the negative aspect of people virtue signaling. Eh. parang everybody is trying to say like, oh yeah, like, look at me. I have this correct political opinion. I am holier than thou. So par- you, you, and, and in that sense, you lose the entire essence of what you're trying to do, which is to try and inform people. So where do you guys stand on uh, mm. things like that? For oh, one... Oh, yeah, Doud? Well, okay. I, okay. I sorry. You cut out in the beginning. Can you say that again?
1: Me or Mark? Uh, You. you. Me because I don't care. If everyone wants to talk and be loud and feel holier than thou on current events, politics, law, I don't care. Okay lang. Parang, Mm -hmm. if it's like, okay, typical for lawyers is to be pissed at first-year law students because they've only really taken like three subjects. Mm -hmm. But, when they see the news, they feel they have to write like five paragraphs long uh-uh, uh-uh. about their opinion on what's happening in current events. Like, it <laughs> happens all the time. But for me, parang, I don't care. okay. Because it's still value. Pa rin yon. Okay. That, that's what I think. It's, it's kind of like bandwagoning, diba Yeah. Like, okay, my analogy for this always is like women's sports, right? No one watches women's sports. Mm. And then when people do stuff, like if it's Women's World Cup for say, uh, let's see and then suddenly people are watching and then the actual fans like me and my friends some of my friends will be like oh bandwagoners and I'm like e, ito eh. this is exactly yeah, what you want you want true. people to support and now that they're supporting you're calling them bandwagoners so let yes. them be ba? Mag-ingay yeah. Tayo lahat.
0: yeah hey you Mark
2: mm-hmm. I feel like you hold a different opinion about this usually I do <laughs> I don't I do not like virtue signaling because I feel like instead of it being good for a movement, I, I actually think it's pro- usually going to be in the long run counterproductive just because um, this argument's been made by more, not just me but the idea is that if you allow virtue signaling through, like just say social media is the most popular way is you lower the, the bar for what it means to be an activist or an advocate for that cause. You don't have to have a, a good opinion, you just need to share this post, which mm-hmm. It will reach more people, which is one side. But at the same time, that person, you know, that, is that it? Is that all they have to do? So in, in the end, you're going to rely on the experts, on the heads to still give out the, the, mm-hmm. the nuanced conversation, which I just don't like people. I mean, I would just like more people to have that for themselves. It's a lot of fun to think about things in more ways than one. To, to know you're wrong and also to to change your mm-hmm. views, rather than follow the the who's who's at the on top of the social media, like a reach yeah, pol- at the political clout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, but I, I think I I, 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 think, I balance it but again with, with that opposite, where there are sometimes where I would it's a case to case. I I know people don't like that wishy washy feeling, but there are times where a share is worth it now because if mm-hmm. you don't, then it won't reach enough people because it's urgent again like the terror bill um, but I, I always think of long term I don't know why the same with the culture shaping a culture these things will take forever but I feel like we have never done them in a meaningful way we've never taught people to be nuanced or to, to think about shaping a long term approach consciously huh? we do it yeah, yeah, unconsciously all the time I think definitely
0: in the Philippines that's true um, and, and you know in a sense I kind of I kind of agree with both of you but but like this is not, the whole
2: podcast <laughs> uh, I, but, I think but, in, but, but, but not, it's okay.
0: not in this okay like I don't agree with both of you on everything but I agree with some of the points each of you made like for the side of allowing people to make noise let's say the bandwagon thing the you know having more people support especially a good cause is always going to be a good thing but the problem I think I see with that is also, if you have more people trying to represent a good cause with a low-hanging fruit, like making noise on social media, you're also at risk of having somebody misrepresent that cause, or that because you know, you have someone who's, let's say, less informed, and then they start rattling these things off. And it, it, there, there's harm in that, because then you, know, like the, the people who are opposing that and, and are doing real harm will use that against the entire cause, thus making it more like giving more resistance to the path you're trying to pave. But then on the side, naman of uh, you know, I I do hate virtue signaling. I it's just it's so annoying because <laughs> because first of all, these people normally that are trying to prove that like uh, I I am I ha I, my political opinion is correct and the most valuable they are telling it to people who already believe the same thing as them. So, like, what is the point? Like, it's that J. Cole song, Snowfall, whatever it's called, the recent one that dropped, it's just ringing in the back of my head. He keeps saying, like, like instead of trying to prove that you're holier than thou, why don't you make it easier for us who are not informed to, you know, help build our political opinion? Parang meet us nalang there instead of condescending to us. Because that that's really where... That's really where the disconnect happens because you claim to be standing up, let's say, for the Filipino's freedom of speech or for the Filipino. You know, you let's say it's for EJK. You're standing up for the Filipino, but then you get mad at the average Filipino for supporting Duterte because they're uneducated and blah blah blah. You you say all of these things when you don't realize that you were privileged with the perspective to have that awareness. Then, deba. Right? So there's, there's, That's where the nuance comes in, and I think that it's valuable to think about that because. To enable to help somebody, you really can't act like you're better than them, you know. Like, and also, you shouldn't, sorry. I guess, yeah, c- carry
2: on. Yeah, to add to it, when you said, like, the for you think of someone as uninformed and that you have the privilege to be educated. I get for me, it, it sounds like an assumption, friend. to think that you are the one that's educated. Yeah. what is the education <laughs> that you're yeah. referring to that's that makes you superior? I mean, their <laughs> life the reason why they vote a certain way or believe in certain things is, is brought about by a life they've lived that you know probably nothing about. Yeah, so yeah. what yeah. education, your education will shape your view, I mean, but it's not the one and all education that everyone should have. I mean, yeah. you, you'd, li- you'd want it to be because that means everyone will agree with you. But that's <laughs> yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> and I don't know if that's necessarily correct for you to kind of want for everyone to, to have the same thoughts as you. It would just make things easier. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but then, so, what do, you, what do you think about that? What do you think about that perspective?
1: Well, because in an, in an ideal world, mm. right? anyone can speak out, but people know how to filter who to listen to. Eh? Mm. Right? That, that, that's what an ideal world looks like. So everybody can speak, give their opinion, share whatever they want.
2: But people will
1: Yeah, but people will consume this, res, this shit responsibly mm-hmm. right? But obviously that's not happening. Plus another thing that, that skews the algorithm is trolls. Yeah. Right? Oh
0: yeah, definitely.
1: So do they have the right to share whatever they want? Yeah, if it means thirty thousand pesos a month, why not? Yeah. Yeah, but how how Parang it's so hard to filter between like, what people actually should be sharing because it's their right. Because that mm-hmm. is freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. precisely freedom sure. of speech. So that it, it forms a national narrative mm-hmm. of what Filipinos are actually thinking, what their opinions actually are about mm-hmm. what's happening, versus a controlled narrative that's, that's parang manufactured by trolls or by, by yeah. one person or one group or a group of people who are able yeah, to control yeah, the narrative that's the problem eh. um, yeah everyone should have freedom of speech but it's not something that also should be abused Parang, so now how do you control stuff like that I don't know
0: yeah, yeah exactly but I guess that kind of stuff I, in the end is not meant to be controlled you know like it's supposed yeah. to supposed to be organic it's supposed to be this and that but I, the key to what you just said you know and put to what Mark like kind of added on to responsibility taking accountability for the things you say and, yeah. and post online you know like that matters but because online like sharing these things online feels also so detached in a way how do we how do we well,
2: build that kind of culture the from all the examples that we talked about all the different scenarios including that freedom of speech thing which I think is what Facebook always has to deal with their policy on political ads especially in the US where they yeah. say they don't touch them even if they're yeah. false because people have to use that to decide who to vote for which is <laughs> yeah. I get the logic sometimes what like, <laughs> to what point will you agree that that's safe or not yeah,
0: but then they say they'll take but, down fake
2: news But but <laughs> again all of these things it's you'll never get the situation you want and i think what you brought up klau is that that idea of responsibility the only thing you can really um control is yourself and how you mm-hmm. feel accept these kinds of news so i think if we instead of teaching people what's right and what's wrong based on your own perspective it would be for me more productive to teach people that your life can you can change your own life by informing yourself and deciding to agree and not agree with certain things. I don't have to tell you what to agree and agree not agree with. I can just tell you what I do, and then we have to teach you how to come up with that same thing. Which uh, at the start you said coming up with a political opinion. I think that's yeah. the only lo- like the the longest term solution, the most realistic solution. Because if we go one way or the other, I mean, there's always pros and cons to being more controlling or being more um, liberal,
1: liberal about it, yeah. Sense marking. Parang you're not telling people what to consume or how, or or what to believe or how, what opinion they should have, but parang I think it's important to be teaching people education. How to consume in the sense that they're able to tell what's fact, what's fiction, yeah. and they're able to process these things, diba? so that they understand what they're reading, how what they're reading affects their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, parang like, me, looking back. Like, obviously, growing up like me, I didn't grow up in social media, so we weren't taught how to consume these things. We were only taught how to consume the news. So that's my generation. So for us, anything you read in the news is fact. It's true. Right? It's researched. So I think that's a big problem. So when my generation started consuming like, articles on social media, we took it as fact. ba? Right? Mm-hmm. Hindi naming inisip, that the, the mm-hmm. news could be fake. Yeah, it just wasn't in our consciousness. So, parang now, it also, parang, you also have to think of changing the way you, you teach kids how to consume whatever they read. Yeah. Diba? yeah,
0: that's true. And I like that you gave an emphasis on education because, as much as that's pretty much beating a dead horse in the, <laughs> in the conversation of the Philippines, I feel like educating Filipinos to, uh, to, to, to empower themselves, you know, to, to be able to filter these things and to decide what they want to read and to decide what they want to stand up yeah. for. Because for me, if, if, if we have a population that has, you know, been equipped with tools and they chose to do, to do these things, to, to, to think a certain way and then the national narrative becomes a certain way because they have been educated and chose to do it that way or, or you know, then I would, in a sense accept that situation for what it is and still try and make change or whatever if it's not what I believe is good or not but at least you know we would have that but right now it feels like our people are getting their feet taken out from under them because they're not even being given a fair chance you know their their social situations are being used as leverage against them during like election season and like that Mm -hmm. so it's really I really want that I don't want that to go understated that the education of people that's a huge that's a huge part of all of this and even ourselves you know our education doesn't stop when we graduate school or law school or whatever you have to keep trying to inform yourself because things also change you know like the, the way that news imagine the people who like our parents who uh or even had a way different culture than like your batch ads. And then and then they, they they had to like deal with the fact that fake news is news and then they had to deal with the fact that their phone now has their news. Like there's so many factors that, that, that people have to educate themselves on. It's not just about the 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 marginalized Filipino. It's really about everybody valuing education in a different way culturally. But I'm thinking that you know these things you have to equip yourself with tools. So, and parang to
1: to to kind of marry that with what mark said earlier ba? Parang education systems also have to adapt to kind of yes. be relevant to all yes. markets so parang the example of this is always like you, you teach a normal high school kid algebra but like if it's an indigenous person from an indigenous community is that relevant to his or her reality probably not mm-hmm. so parang education institutions also have to be Cognizant of things like that. Yeah,
0: contextualized. It's a whole
1: different Mm-mm. ball game. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That's a that's a whole other podcast.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, man. I,
2: I've been like sitting and listening, and I'm like, oh, I have to. I probably I'll admit that I'll change my answers if you ask me on a different day. <laughs> <laughs> because some days, oh, some man. days I, re- I read too much comments where I was like, people are so stupid; they don't deserve <laughs> me <as> a platform. <laughs> And then some days I'm like, nah, you give him a chance. Give him a chance. You give- give him a
0: ch- give, yeah, I feel you. I feel but, you. I feel you. I feel but
2: I think there's one thing, if I wanted to say something that I don't think I, sh- I should or would ever change on, is the emphasis of, in, in one education and in every conversation that we're, we've had so far, is the sense of humility. That's always something I think people, okay. I mean, not lack, but they underestimate what humility will do in terms of empowering you to talk Agreed. and to learn. Yeah. Because people don't want to learn because they don't want to be wrong. They want, they'll just accept what people think is right. Because being yeah. wrong is something that is so gravely, like, um, sh- like it's shameful. shameful. If yeah. They think you're stupid, uninformed. And then when people try to teach you things, they, they're teaching you from the point of view that, I am right, you, are, you need to learn this. It's not, In a sense, like, what, trying to colonialize another person and their views like change their who they are so whenever i speak on these topics like right now i'm trying to make points that i believe in and i'm trying to point out why i care about them but man you don't have to agree it's fine yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah, so oh yeah i think a lot i just think a lot of problems would be solved with a sense of humility because problems get solved not because we're always right It's because when we're wrong, we decide to change and we readapt, right? And what what would make that easier is humility because it lessens the the impact of being wrong. I mean, you know, if the government was wrong in the COVID response and they were humble enough to admit that we got it wrong, we're sorry. And as a people, we have to be humble enough to admit that, you know what, they probably would have gotten it wrong regardless of, Mm -hmm. in certain degrees. Then everyone would just be like, you know, can you try to improve? Within yeah. reason, they'll be like, "We'll try." <laughs>
0: yeah, and then what do you, I mean, do you like, like, need to do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
2: talking about honest humility, not any fake version where it's like, "It's okay, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay." Yeah. but you're like, "What the fuck?" i like, I
0: really man. I really like that point because I'm personally a person, personally a person. I personally <coughs> have have issues with, uh, with my ego. So like, if I'm wrong, like I'm I've learned I've learned to accept being wrong, but. You know, it still really cuts deep, even if it's just about a small thing. And it's just like, ah, uh, like, I, I, damn, I have to swallow my pride and admit that, like, I fucked up this time. So, I, I, that's a really good point to bring up.
2: That humility will really
0: empower you to learn more. That's really yeah. something, and to, and to change, and to change.
2: If you want, yeah. if you want proof that you should be humble, you just think, have I ever made a mistake before? The answer is yes. No, of course you, not. You- <laughs> <laughs> Then, I was like, you could you could probably make another one pretty soon. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. You know, what is what is the evidence that you should be not humble? Where is your proof that you are allowed to not be humble? Yeah. Mm. So, if You can show yeah, me that. Yeah. I'll give you the yeah, past. Yeah. To just be yeah, like, I'm always right. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. we'll let
0: we'll let the world know Jesus Christ has come back.
1: <laughs> the second <laughs> but, coming. But even Jesus Christ
0: got mad at the temple that one time. You know, he he was man. Yeah, yeah, he he some balance in the
1: in he the, had the, had desert some of- man, the Garden
0: of Gethsemane, you know, like he was man. So, <laughs> but I, I uh, like that. That's a good big yeah, yeah. one.
2: That, that, that's probably my my number one point. Because the political views will again can change. <laughs> the values can change. I, 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 yeah, say, that, yeah. I say that in a sense of it should, and it that's not I mean there's nothing wrong with it. People He says
0: it with people, a sense of humility,
2: people. <laughs> No, because that's part of the thing where, um, I guess this is another topic, like call-out culture, and they bring up stuff from the past, right? Yeah. And the sense of how do we approach it, I think it's not one or the other. Like, should you be canceled because you did something in the past or should you not be? I think that the idea of humility is like, you know, has he changed? You know what I mean? Like, that's the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has Mm -hmm. he changed? Is it still... Relevant. Would the and punishment own, make him a better and has person? He is, yeah. has he owned his actions? Has he owned his actions?
0: He or she? Like, that's an important thing too. Yeah.
2: And like, how did we respond at the time? You have to be humble. Mm-hmm. How did I respond in the time that made it okay for him to do that? I mean, mm-hmm. like, if someone did a, like a racist joke or a tweet and you laughed, I mean, you're... you're what? Are you compl- complicit? Yeah, yeah. Are you are complicit? Right? Like, that's the question.
0: Yeah. yeah. And depending so, on the times, yeah.
2: The only way I would forgive myself is to be humble enough to be like, man, I... I, I I hope I've gotten better, and that yeah. means I have to allow yeah. him to have that same, you know, that same freedom to have the chance to get better. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I I think that's something that's also still lacking a little bit these days uh, on both sides. The oh, idea that it, people, it's hard. <laughs> people people have not given a lot of room for those in the past who made mistakes to redeem themselves, but also people who uh, are supposedly should be trying to redeem themselves haven't done good jobs of taking accountability for their actions. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. always making fake apologies and, like, like, giving crocodile tears. I hate that. But you know what I hate even more than that? The people who have made a conscious effort to try and be better and are not given a chance. Because that's, that's such a shame. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean... I. I I feel like there should be there should be a road to redemption I don't think it should be easy but I think it should exist Louis yeah. C.K. man Louis C.K. <laughs> favorite example my, He's my favorite example because he's trying
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah but, but okay um, before we before we wrap this up I just wanted to ask uh, uh, th- this is more of a this is gonna be a bit more of a uh, a gendered question because you're a woman uh, if, if the people and the, the listening didn't understand but what are some things because you know we're, we're two guys so it, we're not really great to speak on it but what are some things that you know people in general should try and consider when we're talking about rape culture in the Philippines contextually
1: Ooh, a lot <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow well, well, where to begin well, first of all, it's good that finally it's being talked about. Right? That's one, one really good thing. Do you guys know that um, even in, until the Supreme Court, decisions on rape say that oftentimes there are no witnesses and it takes girls several years to report their rape because it's a source of shame in Philippine families to have a sister, a mother, an aunt mm-hmm. raped. And Honestly, like what's that about, right? I mean, yeah. she went through the traumatic experience and she's the one shamed. I yeah. mean I'm kind of glad that Kahit Pano the Me Too movement reached us mm-hmm. and and girls are becoming more and more empowered. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um another thing is uh to be honest, I don't know how much uh Uh, awareness of rape culture is reaching like everyone. Yeah. To be honest, it's reaching probably like our circles, people on social media, the people we follow. Uh, Just recently, like there's a big Miriam high school, grade school thing, them calling out their teachers. But like with Girl Scout Game because we go to like communities and stuff, no, Mm -hmm. those girls have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea that like stuff that happens to them yeah. is wrong yeah. they have no idea that it shouldn't be happening um, so there's still a lot parang, there's still a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. um, so sorry I didn't answer your question as two dudes <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that, that's, that, I think you're doing a good job
1: <laughs> I guess I don't know parang, siguro, as two dudes the, the thing is maybe you should follow the lead of the girls yeah. This is something you guys should be open to be talking about, and I'm glad you are. I'm glad we're talking about it, but it's not something you should be taking the lead on because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although not technically, men can be raped, but.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. In, in, this, in the context of your question, parang you should be following instead yeah. of yeah. leading the conversation.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's
2: those are and, good points.
0: Most of most of our listeners are male, so that's an important thing.
2: I mean, like it's it's pretty simple to just say, "Boys, we got no idea what the fuck they go through." So yeah. you know, where where what is your authority to to even think that you're yeah a on this? Come on, man.
1: Yeah. Although it is appreciated that. That you guys are allies or whatever you guys call he <laughs> for she's or whatever you guys are called. I have
0: no idea what that is, but
1: he <laughs> for she? No it's like a, you support women empowerment, yeah. but you're okay. doing oh,
0: okay. Okay. I, but, I I didn't know that was a thing.
1: So girl, from your end about what you guys can do is like respect your girlfriends, sisters, cousins, mm-hmm. moms. Mm-hmm. I mean that's where it starts. Right? If you have younger cousins, nieces. Um for me, that's where it started, right? My brothers treated me well. My dad treated me well. And I knew that that's how everyone was supposed to treat me. I had no idea guys were jerks. Like, when I started meeting guys that were jerks, I was like, Oh, what is this? <laughs> and I think that's how it should be for everyone, right? We should all be outraged when we meet jerks.
2: That's true. It, I feel like, for me, it's always been a hard thing to think about because it's never computed. Like, I can't... I mean... Sorry if this sounds like a, like a dumb opinion, but I just could never imagine I mean what what goes through a, a rapist mind to, to mm-hmm. do what they do I mean again, you, you have to talk about that conversation, but that's why I think for some guys it's like of course it never computes to you, and that's why none of this makes sense because you've never and, thought of it yeah. you never have to deal yeah. with it but yeah. it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist so That's one thing I always have to kind of Keep and keep at the forefront of my mind, when I have to read things and um listen to people speak about this issue it's not an issue for me safe yeah. i mean like as as it's uh, for me it's a privilege to say that it's not the issue for me, but it's not doesn't mean that the issue doesn't exist so yeah. so that's where it those people will probably have the hardest time to how do you be an ally and things like that it's because you have no you have no skin in the game unless you're talking about wider society, I guess. Which is no, important. no, actually,
1: on the contrary, para you're you're the perfect person, ba, To to have a, a say in stuff like this, because hindi mo asilagets eh, So it, if you meet someone who is a rapist or has thoughts <laughs> like that. Diba? Parang, you're ikaw yung perfect banga. You're the perfect person to say, what the hell man? Why why you think that way? Where where are your That's thoughts true. coming from? Uh-huh. Diwa? That's, That's one true. thing. I think another thing guys don't think about also is that um it's kinda scary to be a girl, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. me, I'm I'm like a big girl, strong girl, played basketball. But it's scary parana. Ah. Like if I, if like I'm driving alone at night and I have to withdraw money, no way, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna wait till the next day because I don't want to be withdrawing money alone at night. And that's me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something you guys all should be thinking about. Like your your friends who are girls, like you guys should be making sure they don't feel that way mm-hmm. as much as possible. I mean, small things like that just help us feel safer in like a crazy rape culture world.
2: <laughs> all right, I I do think that the the burden for for guys who don 't have to experience this it's probably to have to convince, motivate themselves to to think of it it's an important issue, but i don't think it's unreasonable to say that for some people that they have to consciously motivate themselves to 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 focus on this issue to process it in the way that people are speaking about it i mean for me I, i'll admit that 's probably one of the things that I have to do i mean like I usually have to do is because I was like, again, I don't see it in my daily life. It's not every time that I have to think about it. So when it comes up, it's like you sit down, you think about it, you spend you will spend energy to think about it, but you have to because they, they like they said they need people like us to 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 be on their side also. And the only way for us to do that is to 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 actually make an effort. For girls, to, you know, it's easy for them to share their stories. Not easy, but like it's a story that they can tell because they experience it for themselves. So for guys, you have to learn how to tell the stories of people that will never happen to you. When I've when you read an article about a, a woman who gets catcalled daily, I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be able to tell it from her point of view with her respect, which takes a lot of effort to tell someone else's story. But mm-hmm. they, they, they've been speaking about it for so long. They, you know, they haven't stopped. So you have to help. I mean, and yeah, again, yeah. it's not easy. Uh. I'll admit it and don't expect it to be easy. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, yes. the, what what else can be said really? Like, I think pretty much covered the basis <laughs> on, of what we should be considering when we talk about things like rape. Yeah, yeah. Especially because I think at this point, the conversation is really just starting to get into like the meat. Like, yeah. uh, we... We're just such a, a non-self-aware country. Like we have so, <laughs>
2: yeah. so many. I, that's why that's I, I wanted to say that it's really hard. And I'm not yeah. saying it as like some kind of like "woe is me" thing. I'm just saying it's it's fine for things to be hard. Like when we people are bringing up now the idea of having difficult conversations and not shying away from it. And I'm I'm happy that's coming up because you know things that are hard, things that are painful, aren't bad. That's, they're not the same thing. Not inherently, you know I mean? yeah. mm-hmm. Not inherently bad. Like you know, when something hurts you and like that, like physically, emotionally, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. That can, yeah. that that, yeah. that 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 pain can teach you to, to, to be more empathetic. Yeah. To 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 actually have experience in things that matter. I mean, so don't see it as a bad thing to, to work hard to not understand again the humility. Don't when you don't understand and you have to ask someone like. At the Mariana or your friends that are girls, that's that should be okay. And I guess on the flip side, everyone should be. I mean, it should be okay for people to 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 have a hard time, like you said, a road to redemption. So people who don't get it at the start, gotta give them a chance to get it later down the road. Because oh man, it's so hard.
1: And you have to normalize, parent conversations like yeah. this. I mean, most girls don't even know. I mean. Most rapes, most abuse happen at home. So Mm -hmm. people don't even know that that's not right. That's not normal, de ba? So parang, it's only when you have these conversations and they realize, oh shit, ako yon. I mean, that happened to me, de ba? Definitely, these conversations need to be happening. Uh,
0: Before we go, I just wanted to share like a quick story. You know, we we had a class, a human security class in college, and uh, I was taking it with mostly women. And then uh, at the end, parang people started sharing their different uh, experiences with sexual harassment, and and you know I think that's really when it became very clear to me, like these things, these these things, especially the cases that happen at home, they're really happening to, to anyone. It's not it's not just happening to you know a, a, a poorer, a less educated, or a or, or a foreign country or whatever, like it's really it can happen to anyone because that, that's how deeply ingrained it is in our culture. And it was heartbreaking to hear these to hear these who I, I they're intelligent and strong women. And they were talking like they dead all their walls down. And you know, those things that that's that's really difficult for people to do. Even even for a man to admit that, you know, he was sexually abused and there was one classmate, he was he was a guy and he also you know, came forward and you could see that it was so hard for these people. So I guess if you're in a situation where someone is being uh, vulnerable with you, just try and be empathetic. You know, you, you don't, you don't have to say I think anything to try and comfort them, just hear them out and yeah. uh, try and try and be a good listener at that point And just try and be, be physically and mentally there with them. You know, I think that's as much as I can say about that Man. based on my
2: experience. I I hate that it's so hard. You know what I mean? People keep saying it's such a hard conversation to have, mm-hmm. and I hate. I was like, why? Why is it so hard? Yeah. Like I can't. I have to think really hard about okay. why why that yeah. is. I, I, whenever it comes up, and it's true. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard conversation, but I hate it. Like, if you if you're watching the video and you see me like moving, like like wriggling or whatever, mm-hmm. it's because when when these when I have to talk about it, it's like it, I. Like, yeah, it's like it's a, it's almost yeah. a natural response for you. But but it's not something that I say I want it to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's difficult, yeah. it's fine. You know, it, it it it's like you know when you're feeling when you're exercising, you feel uncomfortable while you're doing mm-hmm. it and you don't it doesn't make you quit. It, yeah, it tries yeah. to, but you don't because you yeah. also know that it's a good thing. It's the same yeah. thing with this in, in that it's sense. Process. It's
0: a yeah. process. Trust the process, but, but, people.
2: But but I, again, I want to say that I hate why it's so hard. And I think people should think about it <laughs> before before you go to after you listen to this podcast or before you go to bed. Think why is it so hard? Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't for me.
0: For me, for, and that's that's gonna be contextual. So you have to think to yourself why is it hard for me
2: to have this conversation? Yeah, yeah. And I'm when I'm saying that I'm not saying it's not hard for me. It's it's hard for me, and I, that's why I'm like mm-hmm. I wonder why I wonder mm-hmm. why when someone brings it up, it's like why do I question some, something why do i mm-hmm. not want to hear it what, what, mm-hmm. what is that you know mm-hmm. yeah weird world man yeah but all be... jokes aside
0: it is a process <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: i'm making no jokes <laughs> no no
0: i was the one saying trust the process
1: some people find it difficult i'm not saying that's why it's difficult for you mark but i think some people find it difficult because they feel they don't know enough so they're yeah. scared to say the wrong thing mm-hmm. that's true I think that's, what it, that's why it's important then what Klaus said. But if you're in a situation like that, it's, it's, you really just have to be present. Most of mm-hmm. the time, people just want to let it out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just to be able to talk, to talk about it is progress.
0: Yeah, be heard. Yeah, that's true. Alright, I think uh, capping off with that, which was probably uh, a lot for some of the listeners. I hope that um, you guys <laughs> stuck with us and that you're giving this some serious thought. <laughs>
2: If you did then you're on your way, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, I hope. we're
0: we're on our way. We're all we're all just doing yeah. our best out here. I hope that you That's guys true. got something I hope you guys got something good from this. Uh we don't normally do a lot of political discourse. We're normally very uh theoretical, but I think at this <laughs> I think at this uh, junction in time I think, it's pretty important
2: to have this conversation i, th- I think i was still pretty theoretical <laughs> <to be laughs> nah, i think i th-
0: i think at least you were contextualized uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the word of the day everybody uh but before we go i just wanted to ask uh Athe, where can people find you or where can people learn more about the work that you do maybe at least for ggg
1: you can follow us on girls got girls got game ph on facebook instagram twitter or mm-hmm. everywhere uh, yeah, but right now, we're not doing camps, obviously, social distancing, mm-hmm. but we're about to launch something soon. It's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. Okay.
0: Yeah, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And uh, don't forget, you can check the links in the bio for any organization or for organizations that can help out the frontliners and hard-hit communities. You can also check our social media for the previous announcements I made at the start of the show and if you have, again, any other comments, questions, uh, even for my sister, it's pretty easy to send her questions. So you can send them over to us and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll filter them to her or uh, maybe we'll just answer them ourselves and say that we're her. <laughs> just kidding. But yes, please, uh, we want to keep the conversation going. We want to help to normalize this stuff and, and it helps if you guys want to engage us as well. Uh, that being said shout out to all of our frontliners thank you Ate for joining us on the show yay thanks evening, for having me finally hey. wait you cut out again what did you say
1: I said yay thanks for having me finally after <laughs> I bullied you a million times
0: yeah so you're not you're not allowed to give me crap anymore this is fun having you on the show. that's good I'm glad you enjoyed I also enjoyed our conversation I think Mark enjoyed too as you can tell I hope
1: people listen
0: <laughs> people will love. listen people will listen uh, yeah so thank you again everybody one more time for no one's home this was uh, Klau this was Mark you got the and you, got the, ah. <laughs> you oh, have me, the outro me, music out. alright thanks everybody peace out Did I forget any? oh yeah yo like subscribe and uh, <laughs> share that's, that's important. It helps get it helps get our content out there. Yeah,
2: go! Bye. Okay. we'll stop recording
1: thank you yeah.